This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. California ag exports rise. New round of China talks prepped. UK pressed on trade pact and USDA broke spending law, according to GAO. While California exports decline, ag exports see gains. Exports overall for California manufactured and non-manufactured goods dropped by 3.4% compared to the previous July, that according to the latest analysis by Beacon Economics. Yet shipments of non-manufactured goods, chiefly agriculture products and raw materials, rose by 8.4% to $3 billion. Exports of food and kindred products inched up by 4% to $2.35 billion from $2.26 billion. The state's overall exports to China declined by 6.3%, falling to $4.03 billion. East Asia as a whole saw a decline of 4.6%, while the European Union ticked up by 6.5%. It must be increasingly frustrating for California exporters who have the capacity to sell more of their merchandise abroad, but are inhibited from doing so. That according to economist Robert Kleinhertz in the Beacon Report. Facts on California water management. The Public Policy Institute of California released updated reports on water infrastructure and management of the state. Some key facts to remember, according to the Institute. Two-thirds of California's dams are at least 50 years old. More than 90 need major upgrades. Groundwater recharge has potential, but agencies must provide better incentives and water accounting. The state should give water managers and growers guidelines for on-farm recharge practices that protect water quality. Upgrading water conveyance infrastructure is essential for increasing groundwater storage. Building sites in temperance flat reservoirs while expanding Pankeo and Los Vercos and raising Shasta Dam would boost California storage by about 9%. But annual deliveries would increase by only about 1% of annual water use statewide. Water users would pay for the bulk of those investments. Water and sewer bills and local taxes account for about 85% of more than $30 billion spent annually on the state's water management, according to PPIC. The San Joaquin Valley is ground zero for expanding groundwater recharge, according to the PPIC. Maddie Institute is offering legislative internships. The deadline is today for college students to apply for an internship in Sacramento, D.C. or San Joaquin Valley government offices. The Maddie Institute selects 30 students each and helps to prepare them as leaders for the San Joaquin Valley, where the Public Policy Institute is based. It supplies a $1,500 scholarship and places interns in congressional offices, state legislative offices, and the governor's office. You can apply online at the Institute's website. USTR confirms China talks back on track. Negotiations to end the U.S.-China trade war are back on track, and preparations are being made for high-level officials to meet for the next round of face-to-face talks, that according to a spokesperson for the U.S. Trade Representative. USTR Bob Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin spoke with Vice Premier Liu He of China Wednesday night regarding the U.S.-China trade talks, the spokesperson told AgriPulse. 
They agreed to hold meetings at the ministerial level in Washington in the coming weeks. In advance of these discussions, deputy-level meetings will take place in mid-September to lay the groundwork for meaningful progress. The confirmation comes after the Chinese state-run media outlet Xinhua News announced that the Liu was planning to meet with Lighthizer and Mnuchin in October. Pence presses new U.K. Prime Minister for Trade Pact. Britain remains ensnarled in the uncertain process of exiting the European Union. That didn't stop Vice President Mike Pence from pressing new British Prime Minister Boris Johnson for a trade agreement with the U.S. as soon as possible. The minute the U.K. is out, America's in, said Pence, who was in London Thursday to meet with Johnson. Furthermore, Pence added that the U.S. is, quote, ready, willing, and able to immediately negotiate a free trade agreement with the U.K. Johnson said it, that was fantastic, but he also brought up a potential problem, warning the British aren't keen on that chlorinated chicken. U.S. accepted practice of using sanitary washes to control the spread of pathogens is not permitted by the EU, including Britain. It's just one of the regulatory changes that the U.S. hopes the U.K. will drop once Brexit is complete. By the way, U.S. is also hoping the U.K. will abandon the European restrictions like a ban on pork from swine treated with ractopamine. GAO. USDA broke the law during shutdown. The Government Accountability Office, the investigative arm of Congress, says that the Trump administration broke the law when USDA accelerated the delivery of SNAP benefits during the government shutdown in January. USDA officials claimed they had the authority to make the payments early under a provision of a stopgap spending bill that had lapsed. But GAO disagreed with the USDA's reading of the law and said the early payments also departed from the department's past practice. GAO says paying the benefits early violated a long-standing law known as the Anti-Deficiency Act, which prohibits agencies from making payments in advance or in excess of available congressional appropriations. USDA issued a statement last night flatly rejecting the GAO's legal reasoning. USDA action was expressly approved by the Office of Management and Budget and supported by legal opinion from that office, according to the statement. U.S. Dairy Offers China Help on Swine Fever The American dairy producers continue to lose export business as the U.S.-China trade war rages on. But the U.S. Dairy Export Council wants to maintain its ties with the country by helping it recover from African swine fever, a disease that has devastated pork production there, according to USDEC President and CEO Tom Vilsack. USDEC will be holding several seminars over the coming month to share with the Chinese results of research showing how their products can help. The research shows that feeding whey protein to lactating sows can accelerate the repopulation of China's hog industry, according to Vilsack. It's a good faith effort during the talk, says Vilsack, who also stressed U.S. exports to China were on track to break new records in the first half of 2018, that before the trade war erupted and tariffs were levied. Agencies sued for antibiotic data. An environmental group is suing the Trump administration to gain records on the use of antibiotics as pesticides. The Center for Biological Diversity filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit Wednesday against EPA and FDA in D.C. federal court. Overuse of antibiotics essential for treating human diseases poses as a public health threat because it can lead to superbugs, that bacteria that have developed antibiotic resistance, according to the group.
Here's today's He Said It. From using a straw to eating a burger, am I part of the problem? In a certain way, yes. But the most exciting thing is that we all can be part of the solution. That Democratic presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg interviewed on CNN about the climate issue. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 6th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.